Games Podcast. The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of a egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, if you have a game, and it is good, then get time and it will thrive, and you will be rewarded. It's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals, uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the next game on, bitches! Hello and welcome to episode number 277 of the Best Linux Games Podcast Being recorded for you on this Valentine's Day, the 14th, Friday the 14th of February at 15.10pm, left coast time, Pacific coast, coast of the most Crack Engineer Ivor Molina, that would make it of course for our uh, sequel friends 2020-02-14-15-10 but don't worry about that, crack engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth! Yes! Holding up the whiskey sign! Good idea, Ivor, you're fired. Mm. So yeah, happy Valentine's Day to you and yours. We have a huge show for you. We're gonna call it, um, well, I know what we're gonna call it, because our feature isn't about sale, but anyway, we'll, we'll get we'll cover that in our top stories. Let's get straight to it. First of all, um, recent update to, uh, I think the Flash plugin for Chromium, if you, you like I use Google Chromium, have rendered our Twitch stream in Chromium for me to monitor our Twitch stream, which is how I see the chat. 
completely useless. So I have to actually go into Firefox where it doesn't have my credentials stored because that's where I get all my porn from. You know, most of it. The rest I film. Um, and I have to watch my own stream like an ordinary user. It's really weird. And it just broke yesterday. So I wanted to mention that. Uh, hopefully that'll be fixed soon because it's a major inconvenience for me. Also, Yes, we did the Valentine's Day. Uh, ah, yes. Let's not bury the lead. We have kind of a double-barrel feature for you this week. It, this this week's episode will not be anywhere near as long as last week's episode. Famous last fucking words, eh, Ivor? Um, but we have a double-barrel feature for you this week. Uh, we're going to talk about... We're going to give you our first impressions of this new mech game, Damon... Damon... D-A-E-M... O-N, Demon X Machina. Um, and we're going to cover the Capcom... I know this sounds insane, but right now there's a Capcom sale through the f- 17th. And we have some choice picks from that sale. At first, like I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, you know, whatever. But then I looked at like what was on sale on the Capcom sale and like how steep the discounts were. And I was like, whoa! Also, this week... I can't remember who I was talking to. This has been like in the last six weeks, two months-ish. I was talking to somebody, I think on the Discord, and we were we were talking about um, most beautiful, memorable games from recent years or whatever that, you know, jump into your head what, you know, what, what games were. And uh, the guy I was talking to, I can't remember who the fuck it was, but he's like, oh, Ori in the Blind Forest. And I was like, oh yeah, that game was gorgeous. Here's the funny thing. I got Ori Ori and the Blind Forest, the definitive edition, earlier this week. It was on sale. It's no longer on sale. I think it's 20 bucks. I think it's worth it at 20 bucks. But I, I I'll you'll know more about that later. Cause next month, the sequel to Ori and the Blind Forest is coming out. Um, hopefully for Linux. But anyway, bottom line is, I was like, oh yeah, that game was gorgeous. I was confused. I thought, I, okay, I didn't think he meant what I heard when he said Ori, I basically thought Okami. Which we'll talk more about in our sale coverage this week. Anyway, bottom line is this. Up until this week, I have never played Ori in the Blind Forest, which is indisputably one of the most beautiful fucking side-scrolling platformers I have ever played. It's also wicked pisser hard. It's super fun. I'm stuck right now. I've been stuck in this one one area for uh, over an hour and a half in, in terms of in-game time. I'm still having fun being stuck in this area. Like This game and fucking uh, Rayman uh, Legends Two of the greatest sites, greatest, most beautiful, elaborate, detailed side scrolling platformers I've ever played. But Ori and the Blind Forest is in a class by itself, just in terms of visual beauty. I mean, it is, it'll drop your testicles right off the side of the fucking Grand Canyon, down your throat with a fucking two ton anvil. It comes out your ass, loops back around goes right back down your throat, your jaw is agape, you have your own ass in your mouth with a two-ton anvil and your balls. 
for me, I don't need the two-ton anvil. My balls are just two tons, but that's how gorgeous this game is. It is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And friend of the show, Bloody XTE, um, who is a devotee of uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, told me yesterday when I was like, hey man, because he loves side-scrolling platformers the way I love side-scrolling platformers, and he also, I mean, Bloody XTE is always playing fucking Volgar the Viking, which is one of the hardest Astanax, uh, Rygar, not Rygar, but anyway, uh, style 1980s arcade games retro inspired you know arcade games it's super hard he's always playing it he's always been playing it for years now he has to be the best in the world so I know that this guy loves side scrolling platforms I'm like yeah I'm gonna have you ever heard of this game Ori in the Blind Forest it's gorgeous I'm gonna start streaming it in a few minutes and he jumped on the stream and we talked for a minute and he's like yeah I know they're coming out with a sequel next month I'm like oh my god it's so great so sometime this month and we're running out of weeks this month I will be reviewing Ori and the Blind Forest the definitive edition if you never played this game if you've never seen this game go look at this game it's from 2015 uh, the definitive edition it looks fantastic The it plays rock solid um, and it is a hard as balls uh Japanese kabuki theater art project. I mean, it, I've never seen anything like Ori and the Blind Forest. I, I can't think of a game that I've ever seen just this much excruciating, um, constant assaults of excruciating detail. And the difficulty is good too. It reminds me a lot of Rive in that respect. Because um, when you got stuck in Rive, you're like, oh god I'm so stoned I'm never going to be able to get through this sequence or like I have no idea where to go but I'm having such a good time it doesn't fucking matter and you play on for another three hours that's the kind of game that Ori is so yes but that's not part of the Capcom sale Okami however is Okami is a game that I I have played but I, I confused it with Ori and the Blind Forest do not make the same mistake so um, Valentine's Day Capcom sale running now through the 17th so all of our deals section we have a legit deal section this week probably sans music because Ivor is too fired to drop in the fucking the, the bed music but whatever uh, let's get straight to it we do have a new and noteworthy for you based with it Ivor I was a North American fall when worm in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. Ah, uh, shut up, I wore fucking... God damn it, everyone's hassling me this week. I talked to Jojo Ikemon Kendall last night and he was like, oh, last week's episode was long. I'm like, yeah, I had two fucking broken toes. You're fucking lucky that you got an episode at all. Suck my dick. I don't give a fuck. That's kind of how I approach the show sometimes, when I mean, we've missed one goddamn week out of fucking six fucking years, and I go over by like a measly little hour, and everyone's like, oh, this is so long. Yeah, well, fuck you, turn it off. I mean, Jesus Christ, I'm here when I'm sick, when my toes are broken, when I am sweating through the... Oh, I'm sorry, we're on? We're on? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, and so tonight's, uh, 
special request goes out to a very special friend named Cuddles. Can we can we just cue the God damn it, I keep fucking what's one out right here? Use our fucking brain! Don't give me a fucking uh, coming out of those up tempo records! That'll begin this Sunday afternoon at 1, right here on the radio station you grew up with. Music Radio 138. Oh, fuck. What the hell's going on here? Jeez, well, isn't it the last hour? We got another hour to do? Jeez, I thought we were almost finished. Good golly, Miss Molly. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Hi, this is Casey Kasem. American Top 40 has moved to a new time. I hope you'll join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2. 2. Now, we're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is, uh, that's up-tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. And two, two, anyway, uh, so, yeah, anyway, yeah, we're going to make a concerted effort to keep this shorter, but anyway. In our new and noteworthy this week, we have one title. It's called Wolsen. W-O-L-C-E-N. Wolsen. Lords of Mayhem. And it is an online multiplayer hack and slasher, demi-isometric, kind of like Victor Vran, but evidently with a heavy multiplayer uh, focus. It is expensive. It is, uh, I want to say at least 30 bucks. Uh, it looks pretty good, but it's been $39.99. It's been very highly reviewed. It only came out yesterday, February 13th. Um, but all re- it has 13,328 all reviews already. I don't understand how that's possible. Um, and the recent reviews are mostly positive, both of which are mostly positive, but it's 7,001. 7, Weird. That's a spooky walking past the whistling past the graveyard uh, kind of number, but um, it looks pretty. It's expensive though, and I don't really need another game like this in my life. However, if you, I, I do obviously, I, you know, I try to keep the show as. Um, I mean, we don't do tower defense games, and we don't do puzzle games uh, ever. But I do try to keep the show as, you know, like a general interest as possible. So if you feel the need for 
Here's what the developers have to say. A dynamic hack and slash with no class restrictions. Choose your path as you level up and play your character the way you want. Explore this shattered and corrupted world to uncover its ancient secrets and hidden truths. Um, I have no idea why it has so many fucking reviews already. It's 20,000, well, no, it's 14,000 reviews, I guess, all told. 13,328. Came out yesterday, though, so it must, something must be happening with it, and if you're looking for a new hack and slasher, this might be the one for you. The graphics look really good. The gameplay looks really repetitive. I haven't played it. I haven't bought it. I don't know if I will buy it. I'll probably wait for it to go on sale. But uh, if I have anything more to say about it, then you'll hear about it here, obviously. Um, so that's Wilson Lords of Mayhem. $39.99. Let me take a... I'm just curious to see what Holy shit. I'm a dad in my 30s now and don't have much time dedicated to gaming, so when I pick a game, I feel I have to choose it wisely. Very, very glad I purchased this one. First team review I've ever done. One of my favorites is Grim Dawn. This is now equal to that. And I, wow! I've only played it the first couple of hours. The graphics diversity is spell, spell graphics. And the way the combat feels, looks is just perfect. Really great job, devs. I'm going to spend a ton of my free time on this one. All these people appear to have paid for it. Second review, Mad Snowman says, wow, just wow. So much potential in a game is super refreshing. I will do a quick but detailed analysis below in the form of pros and cons. Number two, skill diversity. This is huge. You literally can create infinite combinations with every weapon in the... Oh, that's it. I have to buy it. I have to buy it. But that's that's our new and noteworthy, so there you go. Uh, now, I've war-based them with the feature so we can get the fuck out of here because everyone's got so many places to be on this Valentine's Day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm giving... I'm giving everyone shit right now. But yeah, I did last week's episode with two fucking broken toes. So, sorry it went long. Alright! Avante! Who do you think? Oh my god. It's Bolivian. Bolivian! Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, Scooky. Bolivian! Our feature this week is our first impressions of Damon X Machina. That's spelled D as in dad, A as in asshole, E as in echo, M as in Mormon, O as in Onimusha, N as in uh, nonagenarian, X as in Xavier, M as in mama, A as in Arachnid, C is in charnel, H is in hilarious, I is in iota, N as in nonagenarian, A as in because we love you. Damon X Machina, which right now is on sale, it's $53.99. First, here's how they built. This is our first impressions, by the way. I've only spent three hours in the game. It came out yesterday, February 13th, 2020. So far, all reviews have been overwhelmingly positive, 811 reviews. But here's how they build this game. 
pilot your fully customizable arsenal mech and join your fellow mercenaries in defending humanity from the corrupted machines and gigantic robots in this post-apocalyptic action game. It's been developed by Marvelous Inc. and is published by Exceed Games and Marvelous USA. This game really interested me when I saw it yesterday and I bought it and I played it and then I played it some more and then I played it some more. When I do three play sessions of a game in one day and it's brand new and I really want to just play Far Cry 5, that means the game's pretty good. Mm. So some things. I already posted a ProtonDB report about this game because it runs great out of the box. Runs totally flawlessly out of the box. It's built using the CryEngine and and uh, the UT2K4 or not 2K4 you, uh, Unreal, the, the, the new Unreal Engine but I don't know how it uses both bottom line is this this is not my type of mech game but this mech game even though to me it doesn't play or feel necessarily like a mech game is so much fun to play and is so overwhelmingly fucking mind-blowingly gorgeous that uh, you know, my first impressions are holy shit, I want more, I want to inject more, I want to get done with this, do my screen printing for today, and then jump into Demon Demon X X Machina. So, this game, uh, the performance of this game is very much intertwined with the graphics. Now, okay, so when we talk about a mech game, what I hear when I think mech game, or what, what I, what, when I hear mech game, I think Mech Warrior 2 or, um, or Armored Core or even better, Armored Core 2. Armored Core 2 and Mech Warrior 2 are the best and truest mech games. But that's for my play style. That's for what I think of out of mech games. Both of those games share a common thread in that the mechs are heavy. Uh, the stats for the mechs, every individual component and every individual aspect of your loadout and build are important from heat sinks to jump jets to mobility to um, your weapons loadout, to the type of weapons you have, to the combination of weapons you have, to uh, your actual tar- ability to target uh, enemies and have ECM advanced electric, you know, advanced electro, electronic counter um, mechanisms, countermeasures, etc. Um, all of which combine to, for me, my mech games are those type of mech games. I don't like the, f- generally speaking, and generally there's not been a reason to because they generally have sucked flashy, super fast mech games where it's like it leaves you wondering, why am I not oh, Lost Planet is another great mech game but uh, the flashier, faster more arcadey style mech games are not my cup of tea Damon X Machina so far is a extraordinary exception the reason I generally don't like games like this is that they feel like they might as well have been developed with just a humanoid, a standard humanoid character. Go back and listen to uh, uh, our second year of this podcast uh, for um, a huge rant about 
entity creation in video games vis-a-vis marbles. You know, there are a lot of marble games that did not feel at all like marble games. And they all dropped in the same fucking three-month period. And they all sucked. Because it felt like what they really wanted to do was make a humanoid-based rotating camera, full 3D, demi-isometric view with a humanoid character instead of a ball, which involves fucking toroid physics, and etc., Damon X Machina, though, is an exception to this rule. Yes, when you're actually in a mission, it does feel very cartoony. It feels very light. It does not have the heaviness of uh, Mech Warrior 2 or an Armored Core 2. But what it does have all the components of your mech which you can salvage and you can upgrade you can blah 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 you tweak out your load everything from the arm components to your CPU to uh, the individual weapons that you have in your right and left hands all the way to the weapons that you carry on the pylons on your back um, all have different weight characteristics, different handling characteristics and the weapons themselves are amazing, but what really makes Damon X, X Magna shine like you would not believe are the fucking balls out graphics. This is like a cell shaded, a pseudo. I've never seen a game like this, and I've never seen a cartoon like this. This might be the first game that I've played in forever. I mean, recent memory. I mean, we're talking 20 years now where I would actually watch a show if they use the same animation techniques and everything, I'm, I'm not just talking about like, you know, cutscenes and stuff, I'm talking about like in-game, like when you're actually controlling your mech. You're lightning fast, you're cel-shaded, all the cinema is in-game rendered. It is gorgeous. I've never seen anything like it. It's like um, a souped-up, overdriven uh candy powered sugar spree 8 year old masturbation fest of like what an 8 year old really dreams about in terms of mechs it is awesome and not only is it really cool there's a lot of story elements to it I mean a lot of story elements and sometimes the the dialogue um, gets it's all it all has uh, decent voice acting, but sometimes the script just runs right off the rails and it gets ridiculous and it gets over long and you want to skip it but I haven't skipped anything and it's generally every uh, story sequence, like sometimes it goes out of the game and it'll present you with like, um, just like a script with like a, a close up of the face of the person who's talking and then these stack as other people reply so you can tell who's in the room and like when people leave the room it says, you know, this guy left it's almost like a, a play a very bad play but anyway even that stuff is really good and just watching some of the animated sequences oh, just watching your just watching anyone play this fucking game is amazeballs once again, this is not a full review. This is my first impressions. Now, about the mechs. So this is all takes place. The Earth has been destroyed. I have no idea. It's a convoluted plot. 
blah, you're a mercenary mech guy, mech pilot. And uh, you're trying to make your way in this big, dark, lonely world against a, a world overrun by uh, rogue, artificial intelligence controlled... Alexa, stop. Artificially intelligent, um, self-manufacturing, self-improving uh, rogue machines. Uh, Alexa, stop. Mm-hmm. These machines come in all different types of mechanized forms from, you know, flying units to other actual mechs that are your size to, um, you know, uh, enemy armored infantry, like, you know, tanks and shit. What's really cool, though, are these Gigantor mechs. These are the mechs that the AI is now building, and these mechs have their own language, and they are 50 times taller than you. They are humongous. The environments in the game are nothing to write home about. Like, they're, you're, they look like refugees from Fist of the North Star. We're talking like ruined cities. Nothing that complicated. Uh, they keep it simple, but they keep it tight. And you are so fast as a mech. I can't believe the frame rates in this game for all of the details that they've packed into the game. The gameplay. Oh yeah, and so your job is to figure out the mystery behind these gigantic they're called uh, uh, they're not called gigantors but that's what I call them um, they're called something like that, gigant that's, that's, and that's how they pronounce it, gigant gigant mechs, these things are bigger than skyscrapers, they're three times taller than a skyscraper you can fly right up to one though, in like under five seconds, you have jump jets that last forever um and the auto targeting and everything makes the game almost like a it's almost tactical because the actual combat is so easy it's it's you really have to have a strategy as to how you're going to approach a a mission but even better oh yeah and so the game just flies i mean it flies most polygons i've seen well i don't know about most polygons but like it's maze balls and it's Gorgeous. You never see. Just take a look at the screenshot that I clipped for this week's episode, um, the MP3 for this week's episode. That is from the game. I mean, it's amaze balls. Also, customizing your Mac is a constant process. You harvest parts from other mechs that you've destroyed if you can get to them before you have to jump jet out because you're a merc. Your time is not your own. It's the company's time or the faction who you're serving. It's their time. Down here, it's our time. It's up there, it's their time. It's our time. Our time down here. This one, this was my wish and it didn't come true. So I'm taking it back. I'm taking them all back. Thank you, Corey. All right. So, Andy Uguni. Mm. As you customize your mech, and you can change the paint job, you can ch- you can unlock insignias and special paint adornments for every aspect of it. You have body, left leg, right leg, right arm, left arm, head, uh, pylons, all this shit. You can have four weapons on you. You have to switch weapons. Your left and right triggers on the on the uh, on your controller. Um, actually uh, control the left and right 
weapon that you have equipped. And these can be melee weapons. They can be swords. They can be shields. They can be submachine guns. They can be assault rifles. They can be bazookas. They can be laser-based weapons. They can be all sorts of shit. Then, on your back, you have um, a position for a shoulder-mounted weapon, generally a um, auto-targeting multi-missile. So you can just unleash furious torrents of fucking catastrophic whoop-ass. Everything's exploding all around you. Everything's moving super fast. Um, The auto-targeting in the game is fantastic, generally speaking. Um, It's a twin-stick, three-dimensional... I've never played a game like it, really. I mean, there other other mech games of this type have attempted to do this well. None have succeeded, in my opinion, except for this one so far. Um, even better than that, though, even better than the story, even better than the customization and upgrading and the careful plotting of your weaponry and etc, etc, etc. You can also upgrade your actual character with, like, uh, cybernetic augments. These are things that allow you to more fully um, use your mech when you're plugged in to your hard suit and you're in the cockpit. Those use credits. You get credits by completing missions. Even better than that. So we're talking, like, humongous replay value. In my opinion, so far, three hours in, it's amazing. And it, you have to see this game get played. Check out the video of the week for this week inside the show blurb. Ivor, did you pull that? Anyway, we'll have a video of our Twitch stream from uh, some of our... We'll, we'll put together a highlight reel. Because um, you got to see this. I mean, even just the, the cutscenes are amazeballs. When you're actually controlling the mech, it's like astonishing. It's because it's so fast, it's so fluid, it's so responsive, and there's so much shit exploding at once. You're like, oh my god, I'm in heaven. And it looks like if you ever built a model of a mech during like the 90s, like when I was a kid, I built a couple of models of mechs. This is like it's like you're playing with that mech, that little model of the mech, but with unbelievable colors, and it's fully articulated, and, you know, people are screaming at each other, and there's all sorts of bizarre story developments that happen inside each mission, etc. Even better than all of this, though, multiplayer works out of the box on Linux, straight up, no problems, bam. So, what are the multiplayer options? You can do co-op, you can join uh, missions, there's also an endless mode, which is basically a, it's not, I don't know if it's endless, but it's like a dungeon mode where you can join any room or you can create a room. And you guys, up to four people, can venture out together mm, uh, with specific mission objectives in a programmatically very boring looking, but very tactically. Uh, challenging and exciting and dangerous, because if you die you die, there's not many ways to heal your mech um, programmatically generated dungeon, so far the uh, I've, I've jumped in with a bunch of players my, uh, my controller was fucked up though, I've since replaced my last Amazon uh, X-Bone, Xbox One uh, generic wired controller with a If you, I-F-Y-O-O, 
controller because my left stick was starting to become unresponsive in a number of games. Um, and my camera was going wonky in Damon X Machina. So you might need a new controller if you if you if you've had similar problems. Or you might not. Give it a try. But so I jumped in on, on a game. It was my first fucking mission. Like I didn't even do a mission. I just jumped into the dungeon with these uh three other people or with these two other people. And I got my ass handed to me. I just got killed like immediately because I couldn't, couldn't control the camera. Last night I tried to do it again. Now that I know how to play and now that I have a fully working controller, um, no one joined my game. But you can go solo if you want. I went solo. I got my ass handed to me. If you don't live, you don't get to keep your loot. That means infinite game. And there's hundreds of ways to customize your character, and it seems like dozens upon dozens upon dozens upon dozens of individual ways to customize your mech. The possible combinations of all of those things combined are basically infinite. So you have a game that really seems like it. it's really focused on letting you figure out the way you want to play. For me, personally, I like to have an assault rifle. I don't like the shield. I like to have an assault rifle in my right hand. I like to have a sword in my left. The sword gives you a sword dash, generally. So you can... And it's it's insanely powerful. You can just cut through fucking tanks. Just cut through, blah. And I like to have a rocket pod on my back. And then I have a submachine gun on my pylon. And then a shield on my other pylon. I never use a shield. Weapon switching is a little complicated. If you need to switch what's in your hand with what's on the pylons on your back... You have to use the D-pad, and it can get a little confusing, but if you're not stoned and or, and or drunk, um, it's amazeballs. And the fact that the multiplayer works out of the box and just the sheer graphical splendor of the game, I'm pretty blown away. I will be playing it a lot this weekend. Check it out. Damon X Machina. Even though it's expensive, and it's 10% off now through February 20th at $53.99. It's normally $60. Bucks, $59.99. So that brings us to our second feature, well, you know, unofficial feature, our deals, our picks from the Capcom sale. I would say based on with an Ivor, but nah, we're doing it sans music as ever these days. So here are just the best picks that I have from uh, the Capcom sale that ends on February 17th. I strenuously urge you to avail yourself of some of these deals. First off, Resident Evil 2, which may or may not still require the MF Plat fix, uh, uh MF Plat fix. It's an easy fix to do. Um, check out previous episodes if you need to learn how to do it, or look at the show notes from uh, previous episodes if you need a link, because I'm not going to put it, put it in here, I don't think. I, I own Resident Evil 2, I haven't played it because I, I hate the survival horror genre. Even though this one looks more like an action shooter, I also don't like scary games. This one also looks more like an action shooter, but I haven't ever played it. Right now, it's 67% off at $19.79. Everyone who's played this game absolutely loves it. So 67% off for one of the most popular games out there in the world. That gets top billing in my book. Up next, game mentioned repeatedly over the last uh, two episodes, Strider, the sequel, the rebooted Metroidvania sequel of Strider, which I haven't tested with uh, Glorious Agrol's latest, latest um, 
fork of proton, that'd be GE 5.2, I want to say. Oh, shit. Sorry about that. Um, I have 5.1 running right now. Um, 5.1 fixes all the graphical issues, but removes the sound. I don't know if 5.2 fixes it further. It doesn't matter. The game is fantastic. Even playing it without the sound. Once it has the sound, it's going to be absolutely balls out nuts, and we will review it in toto. But right now, through February 17th, Strider, one of the greatest reboots of any franchise ever in history, is $4.99. I highly recommend you pick that up. Now, to dovetail back to the beginning of this week's episode, where I was talking about Ori and the and the Blind Forest, which is not on sale. It was on sale when I got it earlier this week, but it's not on sale anymore. The game that I had, had it confused with was called Okami. Well, Okami, O-K-A-M-I-H-D, is 50% off now at $9.99 through February 17th. It is one of it's a Sumi Inc. based game, and I played it when I played a beta of it at E3, I want to say a thousand years ago, and it blew my mind. Um I never ended up reviewing it for the paper though, and I never came back to it. But it, it was like, oh, nine dollars ninety nine cents? Fuck it, I'll buy it. Has a humongously long intro. We're talking like twenty-five minutes of just talking. It's gorgeous, but it's just talking. And it's not as pretty as Ori. But anyway, the game really explodes your face off once you're in the game and controlling the character. You play as the white wolf. Um, blood-splattered white wolf. You play as the, the... This is the first game to really pioneer, in my opinion, um, not just a cel-shaded kind of cartoon style but a cel-shaded cartoon style that was in 3D and that looks like it was hand-painted. It is gorgeous and super fun. And at 50% off at 10 bucks, I mean, you know, you're not going to get a better a better way to experience the game than Okami HD. O-K-A-M-I HD. Up next, for those of you who don't, or those of you who have moral reservations against downloading ROMs, um, or etc. or other ways of acquiring the games that you legally own, of course, actual copies of, but are in, trapped encased inside of physical media and are uncomfortable with uh, either torrenting or uh, downloading uh, images of those games, but and yet still yearn for the ability to play DuckTales and DuckTales 2. The Disney Afternoon Collection, which includes four games, includes DuckTales, one of the greatest side-scrolling platforms of all time, DuckTales 2, which fucking phenomenal, um, Chippendales Rescue Rangers, Chippendales Rescue Rangers 2, I can't remember which one of those I liked more, but I remember one of them was good, and it also includes um, Darkwing Duck and uh, what the fuck was the name of that game where they had the kid who rode on the back of the plane with like a a jet ski thing with a a expandable disc um hang on Disney uh, fuck you Ivor you're supposed to write this shit down you're fired Ivor you're fired you're fucking fired Tailspin which I don't remember if that was a good game or not Uh, I can't remember it's got six games 
Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Chippendale Rescue Rangers 2, DuckTales, DuckTales 2, Darkwing Duck, and Tailspin. Disney Afternoon Collection is 75% off at $4.99. Fantastic deal, especially if you don't want to fuck around with an emulator or you're just uncomfortable or you feel it makes you feel dirty when you when you get a digital copy of a game that you otherwise own legally and etc. Well, now you could pay $5 for six games. That's like 75 cents a game. And yes, they're old, but two of those Two of the games included are two of the finest side-scrolling platformers ever made. For those of you who like fighting games, Marvel vs. Capcom uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. An insane tag team 3-on-3 festival of carnage, violence, and insanity. I love being Strider. You can mix and match between the Marvel and the Capcom. So, like, I like being Strider, Doctor Strange, and uh, the knight from uh, uh, Ghouls and Ghosts, Ghosts and Goblins. Um, I think his name's Sir Harry or whatever. Uh, and you can fight all the fucking everybody from, you know, uh, uh, Iron Man through all of the uh, Darksiders um, fighting chicks, like all the chicks who look like cats and bats and shit, all with many of their same favorite moves. In a and it works online too. By the way, one thing. So when you when you you play Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom three and you're playing in like the arcade or story mode, it gives you an option to put you in the queue for anyone who matches with you in terms of like difficulty level, ping, and region, and etc. And so it'll in- interrupt your game midway when it matches you. I've done this one time. I've, I've matched with one person one time. I did not get a single hit in. It was air juggle after ultimate combo, after air juggle, after ultimate combo, tag out, ultimate combo, air juggle, ultimate combo, ultimate combo, ultimate combo. I did not hit this motherfucker once. So it's hard because people, people know this game pretty well. But ultimate Marvel, it's a great, great two-dimensional uh, fighter a la um, tag team fighter a la Mortal Kombat uh, 10 etc Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is 70% off at $7.49 uh, now through February 17th and those are just our picks so check out the actual full Capcom sale now between the se- now and the 17th and find something that you love and uh, let it kill you that'll do it for us this week Cheers, happy Valentine's Day, and uh, yes, there you go. It's fucking ponderous, man. Fucking ponderous. Catch you next week. Oh, caucusing tomorrow out here in Las Vegas. Gonna be interesting. Laters! Four or five times. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farm. Maybe I'll cry I'll get you a drink And if I die I'm gonna try Four or five times Do you like to play? We like to play I like you We like to sing It only runs on Linux We like to go Yaddy yaddy oh Four or five times We're gonna have such fun Bebop one You're becoming hysterical Bebop two Yes sir Thank you sir Bebop three Yaddy yaddy Four or five times Matt Damon.
Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.